Hey everyone, it's Helen here and welcome to the Purpose, Potential and Power podcast. I'm a passionate sales and business coach to ambitious course creators who are ready to take their business to six figures and way beyond. After two decades in a career in sales, I know that the financial success of your business starts and ends with the cornerstone essential skills of sales and messaging mastery. And it's why I am so excited about the impact that I get to make as a mentor. And I'm here to help you with all my experience and my signature proven frameworks to teach you how to build a profitable six-figure and multiple six-figure business, but in a way that's fearlessly and authentically you. I've actually been a solo entrepreneur myself for 19 years. I've built award-winning businesses from scratch, taking two to six figures, and I've now helped hundreds of other business owners to successfully grow online. I love sales and I'm obsessed with using the power of language to help you stand out in your niche and ultimately sell more. So if you want the incredible life you always knew you were made for to feel seen and valued for who you are, let's freaking go. It's about defining your purpose, fulfilling your incredible potential and stepping into your power. Well, hello. I hope you are having an amazing day. Today is all about, today's episode is all about sales calls. It's something I work through with a lot of my clients. And I thought, you know what? I need to bring this to a podcast episode because I am speaking with my clients specifically on their own business and how we can integrate what I'm about to tell you into their own sales calls. But I thought I can definitely bring a few pointers to my listeners, to my audience here, to you, so that you can go away and really have successful sales calls because this seems to bring a lot of fear to a lot of coaches out there. And they're like, oh, I hate sales calls. I don't feel very confident. They're not working. My conversion is really, really low. Some people don't even do sales calls. And if that's not you, that's absolutely fine. Um, I sell both in the DMs and I close sales in the DMs all the time. But I also really love to jump on a sales call. Um, If someone wants to come on a sales call and speak with me um, and find out if we're a good fit to work together, I am there. And I actually have a really, really successful um, close rate on sales calls because I've been doing it for literally years and years and years. And I love to speak in front of people and for really to give them an opportunity to pick my brains on why I'm the right person for them. And for me also, as we'll go on to talk about, for me to work out whether that person is actually a good fit for me to work with, whether I can actually get that person a result, because I don't want to work with people that I genuinely can't help. So there is a few different things, um, reasons why I particularly love sales calls. And I would encourage you to give it a go, because you might find that that connection that with your prospects is the missing piece in kind of the whole sales process. You might find that actually this is going to make a huge difference to people buying from me because you might enjoy it. You might actually find that building that relationship over a sales call is what was needed in order for your um, potential client to actually buy from you. And there are certain industries where I really believe that a sales call is more important than others. If you are going to if you're a kind of coach where you're selling something where there's a real personal touch required and that, you know, you need to find out whether you're a good fit as a person, some kind of therapy or maybe even a fitness coach, 
those kind of calls are essential if you're going to be working in, in close proximity. People do want that connection. They want to know who it is that they're going to be spending potentially months with. So there is definitely a place for sales calls, I believe, in some industries it's more required than others. Okay, so let's dive into making your sales calls more successful. So how can you get that conversion rate up? So maybe you want to go and look at your stats right now and, and look at the number of sales calls that you've had recently and how many conversions you've made from that. How many people have actually gone on to buy something from you, whether that's one-on-one -on -one or a coaching program, whatever it is. What is the kind of percentage of conversion that you have going on at the moment? Obviously, we need to get that rate up. So my sales, my conversion rate is like 75%. I am really, like I said, it's something I've been really well practicing. I absolutely love it. Um, and there are reasons why. And I'm going to go through these now. There are reasons why I have a lot of success. So the first thing I want to say is, and this is going to take time. Okay, so don't expect if you're new to sales calls that this is going to come straight away. But the biggest selling point that you have as a coach is your confidence. So you need to be the coach that completely takes control, is truly confident and has so much certainty around what you are offering as a coach and that you can get your clients the, the results through whatever it is and um, whatever method it is that you use to teach your clients to get those results. But you need to have that confidence. You need to kind of show up with that level of authority on a sales call because no one wants to buy from a flaky coach. People want to buy from somebody that they can believe will literally hold them by the hand, take them by the shoulders and walk them through confidently to the end result without question about what it is that they're doing as a coach. That confidence is going to be an absolute necessity on a sales call. And like I said, it's going to take time. So don't expect that on the first sales call, you're going to feel supremely confident. You're going to be all, yes, I've got this. And it can be really nerve wracking if you are new to this. But if you are not, I want you to show up with that confidence anyway. And that means taking control of the conversation as well. And I see a lot of coaches um, really not taking control of the conversation. The chat starts going off into different directions about the weather and kids and holidays and all these kind of things. And it becomes like a friendly chit chat more than an opportunity for you to find out if you're both a good fit to work together. And it is a sales call. Yes, there is an element of those first introductions, but really we need to kind of be taking control as the coach, as a leader and dialing the conversation back to the actual purpose for being on this call. So if that means that halfway through the call that you're going to have to sort of stop and say, come on, let's just bring it back to the conversation. Let's continue to talk about the issues that you have and the challenges and how I can help you overcome these. You need to be the one that takes control and doesn't let that veer off into something crazy, okay? So it's really, really important that you do have that confidence and show up there. Another reason why you might not be getting success is that you might not be having the right people on those calls in the first place. Now, there are a few reasons why this can happen. Really, it's about Firstly, you pre-qualifying those prospects. So working out whether the people you're about to give your time to on that sales call actually are potential clients or not. Now, some of this might be down to your messaging, like really not having clearly demonstrated the value of your offer, exactly what your offer is. Kind of your clients might be confused about how you can help them. 
And so you might be kind of calling in quite a, a variety of people and many of which might not be suitable for you. Now, this comes down to your messaging. And obviously, when I'm working with my clients, one of the first things we do in my sales success process is go through that clarity and working out that you are articulating the value of your offers and your messaging is absolutely on point. So if that is not clear, your audience are going to be looking at you and thinking, okay, maybe this offer is for me and maybe I'm going to jump on that sales call, but actually they're not going to be the right person at all. So the messaging behind what you have, of course, it always comes back to that. You know, that is the, this is why it's the cornerstone skill sales and messaging are the cornerstone skills for your business success. So you need to make sure that the people coming onto your calls are right. But also in the DMs as well, you need to be pre-qualifying those leads. So when you have that potential um, arrangement of a sales call, you need to make sure, like, do they really need you? Um, is the, the level that they're coming in at, their experience level, does it match with the level of your offer? Like, do they actually need you right now or are they like really not ready for you yet? So you need to make sure that they're not wasting your time. You're not wasting your you're not wasting your time and their time either. So you need to make sure that you've absolutely in the DMs had these questions, had this little conversation before to make sure that they are actually looking for what you can provide. Another thing in the DMs is to also be really, really um, honest and have so much integrity around the pricing what is it going to cost your potential leads to actually invest in you? Because if you're not actually demonstrating that or they don't know about that before they get on the sales call, if you're keeping all of that secret for whatever reason, you know, if they can't see it somewhere, you need to be asking them what kind of level of investment they're prepared to make right now. And obviously, if that doesn't match with what you're about to offer, don't waste your time. They're not ready for you yet. And, you know, that's a conversation that you can have in the DMs to find out what it is that's holding them back from investing at that level. They might not be at the right level of experience in the business, all those different things. So you need to make sure that when they get on that call, they're actually ready to invest with you. So there is definitely that conversation to be had before you actually jump on a call. Now, the next thing is in a sales call, how are you actually discussing what it is that you have and um, what, you know, the offer that you have, are you actually kind of discussing the process that your prospects are about to go through with you? So I talk about all the time, my three-step framework, my sales success framework of clarity, connection, and content for any business. And we dive into each of those things. And I go through each one of those steps has its own kind of subdivision of two or three steps to it. So when people come onto my call, they can absolutely visualize themselves going through this process to get them from where they are now, which is usually like, I've got a great offer, I'm plateaued in my sales, I don't really know how to bring in more leads, I am like not selling as much as I wanted to, and I really want to hit like get way over six figures in my business, and I talk them through this process so they can clearly visualize themselves getting to the end result after having completed their time with me and they will get the result, which is that they will be able to have between you know one and four new clients 
every single week and that they will be able to go way above six figures in their business. And I need them to see that. I need them on the call to understand that they are going to have that, that really clear process that they're going to go through to get them that result. So are you actually explaining that and breaking it down and saying, well, look, this is what we do. First, we do this and then we do that. Then you're, you know, you're asking them where they're stuck. Um, and then you're going to explain why that part of the process in whatever it is that you have to offer will help them to overcome that feeling stuck and that that challenge that they've got right now. The other thing to do as well is listening throughout this whole sales process. You have to listen. You have to listen to what the client is telling you. So I was actually helping one of my clients the other day who was stuck with sales calls and like saying she's not really getting any conversion and I was saying to her okay so tell me what you do on a sales call and we walked it through and she basically said that she is really getting on a sales call and just talking explaining the process which was great and she's explaining the steps she's talking about the different options she's speaking at the person and she's not taking a moment to listen. In fact, you really need to spend the majority of this sales call listening to the other person, to your lead. You need to be listening to exactly what it is that they are stuck with, exactly why they might be stuck at, where, at the point they're at and how they're feeling about that. And then you need to reflect back in the next piece of conversation. You need to then respond to that. So you need to spend the majority of your time listening and then you can respond by explaining the process, the steps, the framework that I just talked about a few minutes ago. So what I did with my client is we literally did like a practice, a rehearsal. We like walked through exactly what it was that she was doing. And then she could see afterwards really clearly where she was going wrong. And we walked through all these things. Like I said, this is what prompted my podcast episode today. So make sure you are absolutely listening. Okay, the next step in this is to, when you are talking about like the way you can go through helping your potential clients, is to start being really kind of gently consultative. Now, what I mean about that, gosh, that's a word, consultative. Yes, I think I put that enough syllables in there. But one way you can really kind of showcase your expertise is by listening to what they are struggling with and asking them questions about why they think it is that they are struggling with that particular thing right now. And, and then maybe very, very gently challenging the way that they are doing things right now. And I'm saying, I'm not saying you're going to start like throwing them under the bus and telling them they're doing everything wrong right now, but suggesting an alternative method. So what you're doing is really, you are consulting them, you're filling the gaps and you are helping them to see that you are somebody who can elevate them to that next level. And that is a really great approach to take in your sales calls, because this is a fantastic opportunity for them to see you face to face and learn from you face to face. And you're going to give them so much value. This is why I love sales calls, because this approach that I take you know, where I'm listening and then I'm filling the gaps and then I'm explaining my process step by step so they can visualize exactly themselves going through that and getting to the end goal that they want to achieve. This is how I have a successful sales call because it's face-to-face -face and that opportunity face-to-face -face is huge. So bear that in mind when you are doing your sales calls. This is the power of a face-to-face -face sales call. 
The next piece is a bit of a mindset piece. And I want you to really kind of let go of the result. So in my world, I have lots of people messaging me and asking me questions. And I don't want to jump on sales calls with everyone. I pre-qualify them. And I know that my mindset is I don't care if this person doesn't sign up. There'll be more. I don't care if this person doesn't sign up because they might not be the right fit. And it has to be right. I am not going to take anybody out of desperation. I am not going to take anybody because I feel like this sale is like the make or break moment in my business. If that person is not the right fit and I am not a right fit for them, if I cannot get them the result that they want, I will not take them on because it's going to harm my results. Okay. I do not want a reputation of being a coach. I do not have a reputation of being a kind of coach that would literally take anyone on just for the sake of a sale. Because if I don't get that personal results, what do you think that's going to do for my testimonials that come from that, from working with that client? What is it going to do for my reputation? So I want to make sure that that person can actually get results from me. Um, And of course, I want to serve them. And if I cannot, I'm not the right person. I have an amazing, incredible network of talented coaches who deal with all different kinds of things that I don't like mindset. Um, For example, um, just as one example, I know a couple of really incredible like breathwork coaches. If they need that, of course, I'm going to send them there. I'm not going to try and do that. But I need to make sure that we are both the right fit for each other. So I have this very kind of relaxed mindset to my sales course, and it absolutely serves me so well in growing my business. You've got to be open minded to the fact that, yes, you hopefully pre-qualified that person by finding out that they are potentially the right person for you. But when you get on the call itself, that might be the time when you actually find find out that they might not be. They might not be the right fit. You might not be the right person for them. So you need to like really keep an open mind to that um, being a possibility. Okay, so no desperation, no persuading, please. That is not what is going to get you the sales on a sales call. And then the last two things I just want to say is um, I really want you to be able to make sure that through explaining like everything that you have to offer, that it's so clear that what you can offer to your clients is going to be essential in moving them forward versus if they just stay on their own. Um, And this kind of goes back to that going through the process, going through the steps thing, but they need to really clearly see that if they were on their own, they're going to stay where they are right now. But if they do invest in you, what you can bring to them is what is going to take them to the next level. So make sure that you have that in mind this entire time that you are there as a coach. And I know it sounds really obvious, but you are here to provide a service. You're here to solve their problem. You are here to get them to their goals. And they need to see that why they need you. They need to see that this you are the, you are the person that they need in their life. And they've come onto this call to really kind of find out whether you and your incredible expertise and knowledge is the thing that is going to move that needle in their life, in their business, whatever it is that you help them with. So just always keep that in mind as well. And finally, are you at the very end of the call? Are you closing? Now, this might sound really obvious, but are you actually closing that sales call? Are you asking them do they, you know, do they feel like this is something that they would like to invest in? And are you asking them questions about gently about why it is that they might not be like what's holding them back? You know, you need to be actually taking again, that confidence as a coach on the sales call and making sure that you are really having that 
delving into that part of the conversation that you all hate doing. I know you don't want to close. You don't want to be pushy, but you don't have to. Just ask them if they have any questions. Ask them, is there anything that's holding you back? And then you can answer those objections with honesty and integrity. But if they don't kind of go ahead on the sales call, that's fine. They might need time to go away and think about this, of course. But all you can do is make sure that you have answered all the queries that they might have during that process and giving them some space to go away and process it. So again, not being pushy, not being aggressive, not being desperate, not being persuasive. And this is why I love selling in this way. I've always loved selling because I don't do it that way. I definitely give my my future clients the power to buy from me, okay? I want to empower my clients to make that decision for themselves because we all love to buy things that we think are going to improve our life. So you've got to make sure that you are empowering your future clients to make that decision so that when they say yes, it is an absolute like hell yes, I am so in, let's freaking go. Okay, so I hope that that has been a really super helpful, practical episode. And I cannot wait to see you all try out these skills on your sales calls. If any of that resonated with you, please take a screenshot, share on Instagram, and what your takeaway was and tag me at Helen Thacker. And of course, if I can help you in any way with your business, I would absolutely love to just slide into my DMs and let's chat. But until the next time, I hope you have the most amazing day and I will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.